Bitcoin exchanges have been around for a while, a decade. Uh, and crypto in general has been around obviously for quite some time now for about obviously the same amount of time. And we've seen sort of the evolution of crypto exchanges. Um, you know, the Mt. Gox thing really sort of like put a damper on things. Um, you've had obviously the collapse of FTX. You've had uh, Voyager, Celsius, uh, so much FUD around Binance. And really, I think the takeaway is it's all noise, right? All of the talk about exchanges has never put a long-term dent in the price action of Bitcoin. In fact, perhaps the FUD and the failures of Mt. Gox and, and, the, and the, the, the theft that has happened within crypto have probably done nothing short of marketing and promoting it and making people more aware, right? It's almost like a, a brand awareness campaign that includes sometimes things that you don't necessarily like or may perhaps have a sort of like a short-term downside consequence to them or side effect, if you will. But in looking back at just, if you just looked at Mt. Gox as an example, you, you would come to find that, you know, that should have been enough to perhaps derail Bitcoin entirely, right? People saw that, experienced it, and then came back and said, well, I'm not doing that again. Um, and, and in fact, the outcome has been, as we've seen in the last decade and change since Mt. Gox is quite different than what should have per perhaps happened to Bitcoin. And that is, we've seen it um, gain thousands upon thousands upon thousands of percentages, Right. Uh, in value over the course of the last 12 to 14 years, despite uh, not only failures of exchanges, but the non-existence of exchanges earlier on. And so, you know, in the days of the, the pizza trade and, and what have you. And, and so we arrive at this point now, and it seems like, you know, we, as, as, as a civilization, as humans, tend to quickly forget uh, we're not very good uh, at, uh, at, at utilizing historical data to make decisions, right? Um, myself, as a, as, a, as a marketing expert, as someone who consults in the space of advertising and marketing, the one thing that we do is we utilize data to help us uh, gauge and, and, and sort of like create new paths and new directions that, that we ought to take based on actual scientific outcomes, Right? We don't seem to do very well when it comes to understanding that uh, you know, we might be extremely short-sighted or extremely you know, present moment. We're usually not present moment about anything, but for some reason when it comes to Bitcoin and cryptos, we immediately um, buy into the FUD right? so, and, and buy into the fears, despite the fact that we, again, have repeatedly seen worst case scenarios and worse scenarios than what we, what we are experiencing today that actually happened when there was no legitimacy behind Bitcoin. If you look at back to you know, 2010, 12 uh, time per frame, and you, you see the maturity of what Bitcoin was and the maturity of sort of adoption, you would think that, oh, okay, well, those that got in were probably just obviously clearly speculating, but they, they probably just saw this as 
well, you know, what do I have to lose? It's so cheap, you know, whatever. Um, we've done that before with, with meme coins now. We, we do it. But Bitcoin, just looking at Bitcoin as sort of like the apex, you know, we have had many opportunities to give up on Bitcoin, right? Way before we had legitimate um, exchanges. And I'll go as far as saying even regulated exchanges, right? If you think of Coinbase and the approval as a publicly traded company, the approval by the SEC, right? Legitimize the space even more and more. And, and you go back to prior to that and, and think how it was totally the Wild West, right? And yet still somehow Bitcoin managed to surpass and, sur and survive sort of like the constant badgering and destruction of, of, of Bitcoin and, and sort of like what it represented by the mere fact that there was no organization or structure to drive uh, the legalities and to drive sort of like um, the regulation behind crypto. Whereas today, we might not see it and we might be very much against what the SEC is doing. And I'm one of them, by the way. I'm a huge proponent of getting rid of Gary Gensler. But in just looking at where we've, from where we came to where we are today, we're far more regulated, quote unquote, than we have been in the past uh, when it comes to crypto and Bitcoin especially. So I just think it's sort of like fascinating to see how, you know, something happens on Binance where because of ordinals or, or anything else that might be causing this, you know, the, the cost of a Bitcoin transaction is spiking or, or Binance has had to suspend ex, uh, withdrawals or, or increase the cost of those withdrawals. You know, and we look at that and, and, and somehow or another we attribute that to the success or failure of Bitcoin when in fact... It is completely irrelevant, right? The, the survival of Bitcoin is not dependent on the survival of an exchange, right? It is, it, is, it is dependent upon the continued abuse, right? Uh, and the inevitable debasement of currency, right? The abuse by governments, which will never end, right? You could go back to the Romans and perhaps to prior civilizations uh, and you'll find that no civilization, uh, government, or establishment has ever done, ultimately has done the right thing uh, in the long term, right? It's bound to be corrupt. It's bound to fail. That's where the distinction comes in with Bitcoin. It is not about the exchanges. The exchanges don't make Bitcoin what Bitcoin is today, right? They are a, they are a mechanism, right? Um, they are a bridge by which we are able to uh, to conduct transactions between our existing uh, banking system, right, and the uh, and the crypto exchanges, right? Uh, what will happen in the future? It's a, it's a great question, I think, about, well, okay, cool. So Bitcoin is far beyond that. It's, it's, it's separate from the, the institution, if you will, of exchanges, right? Bitcoin is far superior to that. And, and very much in line with what gold is, right? When you think of gold, I don't think of a gold exchange when I think of gold. I think of a gold exchange as a place for acquisition, right? Uh, not as a place of, of value attribution. And so I think that's where we tend to get lost when we hear the news about Binance or we hear the news about China banning mining or this or that or all this FUD that constantly every week we get hit upon, and just now before this podcast, 
I was just reading the headline about Ireland and how, you know, the, I think it was the PM, I'm not sure, uh, stating that Bitcoin is, is, is a gambling token. You know, the same rhetoric we heard from, with, from Munger, from Buffett and, and countless other, I mean, these are really smart guys, but I'm sorry, it doesn't mean you get it right all the time, right? And so it's the same story over and over and over again, right? Um, it's funny, if you look at this in sort of religious terms, uh, how many oppositions did you have to, let's say, Jesus over the years, right? You've had it from different groups of people, different religious groups, different anti-religious groups. Um, that didn't stop the adoption of Christianity, right? Uh, or, or the adoption of accepting Jesus, right? It, again, perhaps it's, it's just fuel more than it is a deterrent. Uh, and so that's kind of really what I think about when I think about Bitcoin. Obviously, I'm not equating uh, crypto or Bitcoin to anything related to Jesus or God. I'm, I'm just, it's purely an analogy to show how I think you ought to separate the, uh, the, the, the key piece or the key discussion point or element or subject from the... The, the, the supporting networks and systems that surround it. And that's where I feel we get lost when it comes to Bitcoin. And, and, and if once you get this, and I believe this wholeheartedly, once this is purely absorbed inside of you, you will no longer even look at the news to see whether or not you should sell because you're afraid that somehow it's going to get banned or abolished or ban or, you know, or somehow shut down right by a government or listen all these things will not and cannot happen right bitcoin has been around now for 14 years and it's proven one thing and that one thing is you've had every opportunity as a government or governments to look at ways of shutting down there have been attacks right uh deliberate attacks to test the resiliency of bitcoin uh, and i think it's been shown time and time again that it's a very incredibly robust and safe network. Uh, and so just know that if you're in this, you must be in this and you must find a way to filter out the noise and utilize historical data of Bitcoin to, to establish and secure your understanding and to secure your insistence and your own resilience um, and trust in, in the Bitcoin network and what Bitcoin represents.